Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, guys. Welcome back to another episode. I'm Erin. I'm here with Sefi. And I realized in the last time I did the intro, I sounded absolutely depth out of my bum hole. I sounded so <laughs> depressed. Uh, I can promise you I'm fine. <laughs> Everything's okay. <laughs> Nothing's going on, guys. Nothing's going on. Nothing to report. So I'm trying to be more high energy. This episode is a good one, I promise. Well, this one's good. We do actually get quite vulnerable in this app. Yeah. We get quite um, raw and real in this app which is quite fun it's a very honest episode yeah. from us I hope that pays off with you lot fucking hell because we've really been shedding the tears for this app which is really fun actually yeah I hope you love it I had a good time filming it I'm recording it oh, I'm fucking YouTube all of a sudden <laughs> Jesus Christ get me out of here enjoy so I asked on the story um, and I would love to ask you now, Sefi, what has been like your worst experience with comparison? Like what was your like comparison trigger? Well, recently, let me go- actually pull back and give you a second to think about that. Nice. You and I, Sefi, have spoken a lot about her name's Lucy Sheridan. I don't know if you guys have heard of her. She is the world's first comparison coach. This is not sponsored, <laughs> even though it sounds really <laughs> sponsored. She she has some really great content on Instagram. You should go and check her out. But she mentioned one well she probably mentions it all the time in this IGTV she was like if you ever bump into your comparison trigger blah 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 and Sefi and I were like oh love that yeah a comparison trigger I mean what's your experience with your comparison triggers who are they what is it are you better at not comparing yourself now than you were before when you were younger give us some insight on you well I was obviously really thinking about this for the episode and I was thinking from watching Lucy Sheridan's like she does like amazing IGTVs and stuff and I guess she's kind of the inspo for this because we were really talking about her and And the way that she outlines things with like comparison trigger, your, I mean, we're going to get into this, but your pips, your proof it's possible, like so stunning. So stunning. I don't think I'd really thought about comparison in a deep way until I was really watching her things and thought, okay, there are a few different types of comparison. And it definitely came up in our, I hate the word polls, someone come up with a fun name. Yeah. for them in our sort of stories I guess with people saying like I compare myself to my family members my friends or like celebrities and like Lucy Sheridan's whole thing is like whether you compare yourself to celebrities is one style of comparison or if you compare yourself to your friends or family or people in your life is another style she has a name for it right it's like local it's like remote yeah local and remote yeah types of comparison which yeah is so interesting and I think I'm a mix of both but when my comparison has been it's 
most heightened I think it's comparing myself to like localized people people in my life that are more successful or doing things in my eyes prettier things like that but I think that my general comparison style is like people on Instagram um sort of look at a picture yeah. of fucking my queen Lily Allen and just think oh my god why don't I look like that yeah also kind of your doppelganger Lily Allen yeah she is and that's why she's kind of the better <laughs> ver- the hotter version <laughs> we're like we're that's the thing in life you just you only are the watered down version of the celebrity that you think you look like or someone told you you look like in your childhood and now you idolize and you're selena gomez yeah and i'll be the ugly version of selena gomez (laughs) till i die take it to my grave yeah totally what about you i agree with you i don't think i really i don't think i ever really compare myself to people that i know in real life I don't know why. I guess I think everyone's a fucking loser. Like, I don't <laughs> I don't have anyone to compare myself to. I don't know. I don't know why. I don't compare myself really to people that I know. I And I think even when I do compare myself to people remotely, as Lucy Sheridan would say, like on Insta, for example, I agree with you in that it's like, you never really, or at least in my experience, never really think about, oh, this is comparison. Yeah. A lot of us think about it in like a broader sense of, oh, it's just a self-esteem issue or it's just like, oh, social media and blah 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 but it's actually what Lucy Sheridan is doing is really important because she's called herself a comparison coach rather than being like oh, I'm just a life coach or I'm self-help guru self-esteem help yeah yeah yeah. it's like I'm gonna help you with comparison because then that makes you think oh Jesus yeah okay comparison's pretty fucking mad like yeah fuck we're all comparing ourselves all the time and that I think is the root comparison is the thief of joy the famous quote by god knows who very true yeah well I just think I compare myself more so to just things that I see on Instagram and I almost think I just compare myself to like discourse like narratives like if there's just there's a narrative of what a kind of 23 year old girl should be and like what a girl should look like and all of those things it's more like even if I'm not faced with Lily Allen or someone very specific or (laughs) yeah I also love Lily Allen (laughs) like I actually have never felt a negative feeling at her Instagram in my life I just want to say I love her even if it's not like a specific person I think a lot of us compare ourselves to a general narrative of what what we've been told we should be doing i completely agree with that because there's definitely for example this was coming up this was coming up quite a lot with things you guys were saying that it's not like you're watching someone that's got married at 24 but it's there's a discourse that oh my god you're 24 and you're single but shouldn't you have blah 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 shouldn't you be yeah. married or whatever you're getting old your eggs are gonna die you should have kids clock's ticking and definitely people that were getting that around kind of like i'm 26 and i'm not married it's like you're not even necessarily comparing yourself to like celebrities getting married or your friends getting married or your sister getting married it's just an idea that you've always had that you will be married by that age Mm -hmm. and it's a patriarchal idea i just want to also slip in there absolutely actually i'm going to read out what somebody said because i thought it was particularly interesting so and it kind of links in with that they said comparing my previous self brackets my body and social life with my current self and I think that fits into that thing of like yeah but you're not always comparing yourself to <laughs> listen I hate to say Lily Allen again but <laughs> for example Lily Allen like you're not always comparing yourself to somebody like that you know in real life or a celeb it could literally be yourself it could literally be you writing down Sefi in your fucking diary at eight years old like if you're not in Doctor Who by the time you're <laughs> 
10 yeah. if you're not acting if you're not um the doctor's new sidekick companion yeah. you're a failure or whatever if you are not billy piper yeah. by age 12 then you should give up yeah i definitely think that and also this whole idea of like would your childhood self be proud of who you are now things like that it's like well that's quite a hard standard to hold yourself to because your childhood self thought you'd be miley cyrus and your childhood self had a very skewed and minimal scope and perception of the world. Like, my childhood self didn't know anything. My childhood self fancied Ryan from High School Musical. Yeah, and boy, was she wrong. <laughs> boy, did I not know what was going on there. <laughs> yeah, you, it's not to be trusted. A seven-year-old is not to be trusted. And that should really go without saying. <laughs> honestly goes without saying and I actually recently well maybe not that recently put something on the Instagram saying stop romanticizing your teenage body because there's so much pressure that we put on women to not age to have like an infantile body yeah that you thought you were fat when you were 16 and now you look at pictures when you're 16 and know that you were so skinny and now are jealous of your 16 year old self the toxicity of this earth and it's because of a fucking paedophile culture Absolutely. It's telling women to look like children because then you can control them. Yeah, stay small. So fuck that bullshit. Stay small, shave every bit of hair on your body. Keep the keep the authority in my hands. Yeah, keep your skin, don't show a fucking wrinkle on there. I'm the authority figure. You're a child. You need me. Yeah, you fucking need me, bitch. So that's the thing. Stop putting um, any trust in your childhood self to come up with any of your dreams. And... I mean, if you compare yourself to your younger self, I think that's mm. probably one of the more healthy styles of comparison. Ah, okay. Well, interesting. Because I put on the story saying, do you think comparison can ever be healthy? Absolutely. Yeah. And then I thought, here we go. Everyone's going to pile in saying, maybe, but blah, blah, blah. Yeah. blah. yeah, I'm not sure, but blah, 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 blah. Oh, and you did pile in. And, and you did. And you had great insights. You made some points were made. You came through in hordes. I think they, it can definitely be healthy. And I think if you'd asked me this before we fell together down the Lucy Sheridan comparison coach the first UK's first, the world's first comparison coach hole um I would have definitely been like absolutely not but then we found her and we were like oh my god you're a genius because let's talk about pips okay go so pips stands for proof it's possible stunning let's take a moment you know we love a fucking acronym we love an easy to understand bite-sized nugget of <laughs> info and that is so clean and tidy and i love it so your proof is possible your pips could be anyone so i think she said hers like it's like sting, sting. yeah and his wife i don't know why but like it's basically somebody that has a similar sort of lifestyle to you that you would want in the future or something that you have in the future but you feel a positive feeling when you see it and you um can compare yourself in a positive way to be like okay that's that's proof that this can work for me there's proof that i can get to a point that i can overcome Mm. and i think it's such a powerful way of comparing yourself and flipping the narrative of like comparison is so negative and it's so dangerous and like draining to be like wow it's actually an empowering way that you can see yourself through somebody else's eyes and see um potential yeah it's stunning she had quite an interesting it was quite formulaic almost i don't i'm not sure if it was in that same igtv possibly where she talks about like writing out and like making note of 
of it. It's almost quite Miley Cyrus. I can't remember what episode it was that I was like yeah. going on and on about Miley Cyrus, <laughs> who I love, by the way. About writing down traits that you think are important and then adding them up and multiplying them by the root of pi or whatever to find all the qualities that you want in somebody else, in yourself, etc, etc. And Lucy Sheridan was saying to identify your pips and make note of exactly what it is that they have done to get to where they are that you can do. The problem though, I mean, it's great, but the problem that I can hear you all screaming is, well, if your biggest thing is your kind of um, nose and your pips is someone with a gorgeous fucking nose that you love and your proof it's possible now is someone who was born with this perfect nose and the way that for you to get that nose is either surgery or maybe it's not possible for you. And so, do you know what I mean? Like, it's a beautiful idea, but... But then it's like, don't pick them as, that's not your pip then, that's your comparison trigger. I think it's about identifying what it is that you're insecure about or what it is that you're struggling with and thinking like, is this my own insecurity or is this this my own issue that I want to work on? or is this what society told me wasn't good enough about myself because if it's something that you can't change and it's something that society has told you that isn't good enough and doesn't really impact your life you probably shouldn't be spending much more time thinking can i googling nose jobs and i also think with that though the whole concept of her pip concept is that you don't pick someone that has the one thing that you want it's about picking someone that maybe has got a similar nose to you or some a feature on their face that society says is unconventionally attractive and picking them because they have the same features of you and work it and look great i think that is what it is it's not about picking someone that if your trigger is um your nose don't pick someone that has had a nose job or a stunning little nose don't pick your um your comparison trigger your pips and your comparison trigger are opposite people not the same yeah no no your comparison trigger we're literally giving all her tips away for free yeah we are for free definitely go and actually follow her (laughs) also she'll really fucking help you this is really like should we just like should we have reached out and said come on the podcast (laughs) but like the idea of a comparison trigger is someone so that so you're walking down the street and you bump into someone that went to your school or something and was always like the popular one who stole your fucking boy boyfriend or something like that that you've always compared yourself to so there'll be a specific person that if they're coming to mind right now of someone that you're envious of have felt jealousy towards or um tend to compare yourself on whether they're whether they're localized or remote the terms whether they're in your life or you see them on the internet or tv they're your trigger they're your comparison trigger but it could also be like if your comparison trigger is you're insecure about your bum for example anytime you meet or come into contact with someone see someone on instagram or bump into them in the street with what you think is a great bum yeah that is also your comparison trigger because now you are triggered so interesting out in the streets and you need to make make a getaway so have you ever had to avoid a situation because you know you're going to get like comparison triggered i haven't just because again i think i am more of a remote comparer i'm more kind of taking in what i see like through scrolling and stuff like that versus people that i encounter in my real material life but recently i had a conversation with my friend and she was saying well it's the exact situation that i would have said there's gonna have to be some sort of i don't know boundary in place or like get the fuck out or i don't know what could happen there so my friend was explaining to me that recently she was with a friend who has a baby and oh i'm just trying to be careful yeah (laughs) 
she's with a friend who has a baby and the friend who has a baby was saying to her things like you know when are you gonna have a kid because you know you've been waiting for ages now blah 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 bear in mind my friend is 23 this is fascinating because i've encountered very similar and the friend with a baby is younger than 23 oh maybe that's it yeah <laughs> it's fine bit close to home it's fine no one's listening <laughs> that's the thing it's like please if you know me just just scrap like throw your inf- your headphones in the bin just get the fuck out of here this is not for you i don't know what made you think this was for you it is not for you abandon the space so the f- the friend with the baby started saying things like well you know if you're gonna have a baby in like three years that makes you like nearly like 27 like say you're 24 like this year then add three years that's 27 that's nearly 30 <laughs> so then you're 30 years old you're probably gonna be infertile you're probably not gonna be able to have a baby it's like okay trigger warning first of all fucking fertility my fertility is none of your business why are you so scared of infertility you in the hammer's tale truly but those those conversations make you feel like you're in the hammer's tale it's like shit well that's my purpose yeah i am nothing more than a biological clock that is ticking away until my untimely demise that is so irresponsible of the friend also considering the friend is a mother but it's it's not even about it's the fact that she is a mother is the thing that's making her say it because she's trying to validate her own decisions exactly by projecting why aren't you doing this you should start doing it because i've done the clever thing don't you find my life attainable don't you find my life admirable desirable yeah i definitely have had very similar conversations with people that are very much trying to validate their own decisions in life by trying to force you to compare yourself to them by by them comparing themselves to you absolutely and it's like i'm not interested (laughs) thanks for the pitch but i'm out that's also my problem with like social media versus in real life i think on social media it's much more heightened and amplified kind of realm of everyone overcompensating including me and including you and including everyone because so much of social media is bizarre in that it's not tangible and it's and it is curated no matter what you think you've curated this you've chosen this post for a specific reason and whether you think that's harmless or not i think that's why social media is more of a comparison trigger to me than my real life ever could be because you can't avoid people trying to show you that their life is perfect and I'm really I don't I'm just permanently between the spectrum of consistently unbothered and permanently rattled and it's going somewhere even when you think oh yeah yeah I didn't feel an immediate feeling of being triggered or like we always say like you've got a hook on it like it didn't feel a hook Mm. on that specific thought but it's gone somewhere and later in my day I might kind of skip lunch because or have a smaller lunch because i saw Mm. someone else blah 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 blah. it's the horror movie thing it's the thing of just because you know it's fake doesn't mean you're not still scared and your heart's beating a bit faster and you're in your kind of your skin you're sweating and you're clammy and nervous yeah even though you know it's a whole movie production you know it's fake and you know social media is curated and yet here you are taking it in and embodying it as your own you can literally see it's an edited photo but you you can still then see your double chin reflected back in the black screen and think oh well i look nothing like that yeah i think the whole thing about um we know it's fake we know it's fake yeah we do but our brains are not wired like that to be able to identify oh it's fake therefore i do not need to emulate it it's fake and i need to be able to keep up with that level of fake production clearly 
Okay, another message that we got, which I wanted to say because hard relate, was was this. They said, comparing university offers, I couldn't help thinking that I should have done better, even though the university I was going to was brilliant and I loved it. I had a slightly different experience, but it made me think of what we were speaking about, I think, in the last episode, Sophie, about yeah. your experience with Exeter and Sussex and university in general. And the nightmare of university, the pressure that's put on you. Mm, it's interesting because it's kind of the first time, it's like, you're, it's the first time that you and your peers at school are splitting off. Are splitting off and um, making, essentially, waves, making big moves, big moves. In, in the pathway of your life for the first time. Apart from the, I would say, still very, very difficult and obvious, um, but more minute comparisons of they got an A star and I got a B like oh blah 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 blah. you know those types of things but university is like fucking hell our lives are going to be in different cities now oh it's huge lifestyle changes or oh you're not going to university like and etc etc you and I had different experiences because I applied to university knowing that I really wanted to go to Sussex and knowing that I really wanted to be in Brighton spoiler alert that's exactly what happened but during my application and like post getting my results and stuff if you, I mean weird flex but I did an access course and I essentially got full marks across the whole like every I, I basically just fucking killed it now and even at the time like even though so obviously I mean I had the pick of the bunch like it was not it was like but foolishly but also not foolishly at all the kind of the the little argument in my head that I have with myself even now is like you should have applied to like fucking Oxford or something just to get in and say no and go and do your bit at Sussex like just to have the ego your the ego just to pad your ego out a bit just to massage your ego in the way that we would have like and if you don't do this you should and a section on your notes in your diary on your laptop whatever of nice things good feedback you've had in life yeah you look nice today this essay is great those types of things it's nice to have a record of actual proof evidence that you're not a shit person basically a proof list i do think this is one of the most powerful things you can do and so that would have been really nice proof but it's also so like it's very unnecessary and that only comes from a place yeah. of like psychological weakness of looking for you know validation from an institution as well which you know we're against if you listen to last week last week's app exactly and also you know with my actions I very much was against it like I had amazing grades and I, I mean Sussex is a good uni but I could have academically got into far more prestigious universities and didn't as an active choice of like almost rebellion I think as well because when I was 18 I was very much like or during that time I like left home I had to move out and really for the first time be my own person make my own decisions and it was very much like I'm choosing Sussex because I want to live there not being put in anywhere else out of someone else's decisions I was very much actively seeking that lifestyle I was living with intention love it and yet even though I was living with intention still now I'm like oh it would have been nice to give a big fat fuck you to Cambridge though wouldn't it but anyway well I totally relate to that because that's what I did when I reapplied my second year so I did a gap year I don't even know if I told the end of the story so I did a gap year they've been hanging on for a week best year of my life (laughs) gap year gap year gap year went to Japan went around Japan eating sort of Japanese ice cream eating sushi best time of my life reapplied but I still definitely had the petty kind of ego thing in my head that I reapplied to to Exeter knowing that I was going to Sussex this year knowing that that is what I wanted and I was like right okay I know I can get into fucking great uni so applied to like all these ones and so that I could turn them down and I turned them all down like exactly yeah bitch 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 and it was purely that ego fuel but almost like so fun to turn things down it is fun 
one. Yeah, it is nice. Because it's also quite rare. Like, you're not often... Also, as a young woman, you're not often in a scenario where you can say no and reject people in safety. And take something that other people would encourage you not to take. Yeah, but also it's like, the last time I said no to something was a man on the street and I thought he might beat me up or rape me. (laughs) Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's quite a beautiful thing to just press no on Newcastle and think, okay, no one's going to come and kind of beat me up for that. Other than sort of your grandparents saying, well, you absolutely should not have done that. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Because if you don't know what Sussex is, the uni that we went to, I mean, if you're thinking of going to uni in the UK, we highly recommend. Mm. It's a very new uni. It was built in like the 60s, I think. Yeah. And it's very like left-wing, liberal in Brighton, which is a very like liberal place, kind of by the sea. So stunning. And it kind of is very opposite to other kind of institutions that are built on like tradition and its modules are very like kind of quite chaotic in a way quite um, radical but also it's functioning within the scheme of capitalist uni business charging international students like thirty thousand pounds a year to go to uni which is fucking disgusting and that's this is why uni's dying but if you are looking to go to uni would highly recommend doing whatever is good for you (laughs) always a little disclaimer but isn't it funny how we use we spoke about this in the last episode but how we use like markers of success to like compare ourselves to others but it's like that's all in your head there's no there's no social ranking you're not going to sit with jesus christ at the end of your life and say and you got 10 points for that university well done all your friends only got seven and a half it's not you're not being tallied up for this it's that time of the year your vacation is coming up you can already hear the beach waves feel the warm breeze relax and think about work you really really want it all to work out while you're away monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind when all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync things just flow wherever you are tap the banner to go to monday.com hey i'm ryan reynolds at mint mobile we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does they charge you a lot we charge you a little so naturally when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. There is no ranking. The only sort of Jesus Christ that you're speaking to, Jesus Christ, is um, the person in your head that is telling you, well, that one's better, that one's worse, all kind of, I mean, I hate that. I hate this if this is happening to you, but if you do have an external force being like, actually, that was the decision you should have made, actually, you should do that, then that person has their own issues going on, i.e. we got a lot of people saying that their parents were quite critical of them and that makes them compare themselves to like their siblings, which is so toxic within a family dynamic 
anyway because that's like what you're gonna try and turn someone against their family so much trauma there like it's kind of the most deeply horrific one of the, i honestly think it's one of the most deeply horrific things we do as human beings and i 100 percent think every individual should have like a long-term therapy course ran out before they even consider being parents because you are going to bring a human being into the world and socialize them to be an absolute nightmare because that was was what was done to you and now the trauma is in your dna did you ever feel any comparison growing up or did you ever feel that you were being pitted against someone else Mm. um sort of competitively i think you and i had a similar experience sefi and i know actually that lots of you listening will have a similar experience too because you told us (laughs) because i'm psychic no because you told (laughs) us on the stories because we have it in writing (laughs) in that when you i don't know are what like the smartest in the room the prettiest in the room the cutest in the room as a child and as a young girl by the way when we say smartest in the room we are referencing hamilton it where he goes why do you assume you're the smartest in the room (laughs) assume you're the smartest in the room which is kind of a good life skill and a good tool but also very dangerous i think everyone feels that they've been compared to someone on some level so we've just had a bit of a convo kind of off the record whilst we were like in between takes i guess and we were just saying like it feels quite embarrassing to talk about comparison like it's quite a mortifying subject and how it's like usually when we're talking about like sex or dating or like boundaries or any of these things it's kind of like (laughs) harry potter harry potter shrek (laughs) all of the things we love to talk about it's almost like um it feels quite non-embarrassing it's very easy to talk about like oh my god i like sucked his dick that's so easy to talk about it just flows off the tongue but suddenly it's like what i've got to say who i compare myself to I've got to go through my Instagram, scroll through, well, this post triggered me. Yeah, it's very vulnerable. And intentionally, when I was doing the stories, I was like, I have to, what would be interesting to know is how many of you have actually said to the person you're comparing yourself to, especially because lots of you are comparing yourself to your friends or people close to you in your life. And I just thought, there's no way in hell that the majority of people are saying, having an upfront conversation with people and being like, I've been comparing myself to you recently, X, Y, and Z, here's the deets, A, B, and C. Because it's so difficult because it requires you to be so vulnerable. It's so difficult. And we're conditioned to feel so much shame as well especially as women i think yeah to just internalize any grief we would feel especially around friends and family and almost the idea of like you don't want to be the jealous friend like you're supposed to root for other women's success it's like well i'm also being told that i should hate women like i I don't know what to believe yeah i literally don't know which way to look because on some way some days i'm supposed to be women supporting women like oh there's that quote that's like um empowered women empower women yeah things like that that's like yeah we know in an ideal world empowered women empower women but we're also socialized to hate women at the same time i've been looking at pictures of stick thin girls my entire life with perfectly symmetrical faces and then we look at ourselves in the mirror and it doesn't align and we feel fucking confused we feel resentful so what are we supposed to believe patriarchy set some clear guidelines well yeah what do we do how do we get out of this mess you know how we get out of this mess lucy sheridan (laughs) I think she gets us out. She's leading the movement. She's the Mockingjay. (laughs) With the idea of telling your friends, though, I definitely think I've been in conversations before where someone has said that they're jealous. 
as in I think it's easy I think I have a top tip for how to do this I think approaching a conversation saying I've been comparing myself to you for ages like blah 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 that is so fucking difficult like that is a lot of pressure to put on yourself to do that like it's your stuff like that's your business at that point like that's mental stuff that's going on about you it's probably actually nothing to do with the person other than they trigger things that are going on inside your own mind but I think you could say stuff like in the moment if they say you could I think there's a way that you can say oh I'm feeling really envious of that and it not be the most intense thing in the world well it's funny actually funny you should say that because as we always go on and on we're amazing communicators but I don't know if you lot have noticed we are two girls two friends doing a podcast there's two of us and we spoke actually about this in a very meta way as we do oh you wouldn't believe the conversations we're having when we press stop recording which is absolutely useless to them about how bizarre it is for us to be doing this and so as a young girl and as two young women you are obviously being compared and then we too would fall into comparing ourselves and I think I mean I don't think we I don't think we really you and I Sophie compare ourselves now no but months and months ago we both were like oh I'm feeling like it's the Sefi show and I should just not do this anymore because they all hate me and they love you and those types of things and immediately then when you've got it out and had the conversation you're like well that's ridiculous because even if they did hate me then what so what nothing happens the what the earth continues to spin my life is still fine <laughs> well this is the thing that we've been very aware of from the very beginning we're putting ourselves up on the internet to a load of fucking strangers who now have become our loves we love the we love you so much our favorite people um, on earth. <laughs> and we put ourselves up on the internet and right next to each other and you know that what happens when you see a picture of two girls is that's the pretty one that's the skinny one that's the fat one that's the funny one that's the one i like her hair don't like her outfit you know what's going on that is exactly what happens yeah we're not dumb we're guys not idiots. we've done it ourselves we're not stupid we've done it ourselves time and time again and i think we very much knew that was going to happen and we kind of thought oh, we can handle this like it's absolutely fuck that like we know we know we're hot <laughs> sort of thing. No. but also no one actually has no no one compared us overtly i'm sure you're all doing it in your group chats but to our faces it's very quiet which is nice <laughs> yeah i think we are comfortable with that in the same ways but i definitely think a few months ago so we had a conversation when so for, for a very long time we were doing this and kind of speaking into like the void and recently it's become like the opposite of the void like we get too many messages yeah it's like a void yeah we get we can't read all the messages these days which is amazing it's what we wanted but i don't think we were ready for the level of growth in the the level of like i don't know i I feel like i'm fucking kylie jenner eyes (laughs) on me people i'm i'm in the public i'm a public figure (laughs) (laughs) fucking fame i'm a kardashian i can't move for fans step out of my house paps galore but that's the thing it sounds but you do feel eyes on you it, and it, that sounds like it would be gra- fab you sound like oh my god but where are the paps send them in where's my sponsored stuff like i feel like do i have a chef yet where's my driver my limo driver but no it's not that and realistically it's me and you on the phone going i think we did have a very honest conversation when we we're like we were both saying like i think they prefer you and it's like no i think they prefer you like you're the you're the one you're the one and it was it's <laughs> but that's the thing that invalidates the whole thing of course two women that are chatting 
everything together think well you're obviously saying everything better and the other one's saying well you're obviously saying everything better and it's like actually yeah fuck that as if fucking pewdiepie and his fucking weird mate whoever do a podcast i'm sure he has a podcast not that i'd listen to it are having that conversation there's no way you're the hot one fuck off that combo did not happen yeah it's true it's just two women it's two women that cannot exist in their own right and both be amazing and both be pretty and both be well that's why i think the conversation because i haven't felt that way since that convo since that convo and i don't really know when that convo was maybe even before that convo because i think i said it to you first and was like i had a weird day where i was feeling like i should go i'm the weak link not i should go (laughs) and could you imagine the response of just like what i had a day where i thought log off (laughs) (laughs) but i i had a day where i was like fucking hell like it should be the sefi show like i need to get out of this like they hate me to be honest it's the most offensive thing i've ever heard (laughs) and that i don't think even yeah i mean that was pre-coronavirus that was another world it really was another world and i think it's really important that it feels so immortifying and it probably i don't know i feel like that would make people view us differently in the sense that we get these messages that say like you guys are so empowered you guys are this i think we are really empowered though we are but i think there is an assumption that empowered women can't be vulnerable and a little bit insecure at times yeah stunning and it's like actually you can be empowered and think you're the shit and also think you're the garbage of the world like you can yeah literally that i think that is empowered and of course it would be insane for two women to stand up together both speaking both very visually present on the internet and not feel like they were both being compared right next to each other because they're literally on a screen next to each other. Mm. It's insane. What an assumption to make. No, no. Yeah, it's not happening here. It's not happening by us. And actually, it's not really happening by anyone decent, really. No. And we've never, ever got a message that was like, um, that one's pretty or anything yeah. like that. Never in our lives. But I think we're so terrified of well, it. Well, because also, I'm secure enough in myself that I would never message anyone else, two girls, and be like, blah, 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 blah. Even if I did prefer one, I'm just not a fucking loser. Oh, I could imagine. Like, I'm not psychologically inclined to make someone feel bad on the internet. I think we've just got to quite a good point with this thought in that, that, oh my God, if they prefer someone and you prefer the other one. And I think we've realised that it's like, everybody is allowed preferences and preferences shift. If you prefer wing or you prefer me, that's encouraged and it's great. It should be encouraged. We we live for that. I mean, we were having this conversation as well the other day. I think this was yesterday. We were talking about how we're not palatable anymore. We were saying that if we're doing our job right, the right people will hate us. Yeah. And it's a weird thing to go into the world knowing that you are going to make a certain group of people or to be honest, quite mainstream groups of people dislike you because we are not palatable anymore. Like we're really going to stand there and say that we're stunners and not be ashamed. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's so true. A lot of people weren't ready for me to open my mouth. Oops. I walked into a room the other day and you know when you walk in somewhere and you just think everybody here is trying to rape me absolutely it was sort of a bar and i just thought this group that i'm in you're all fucking trying to rape me like i'm not gonna leave my drink with any of you and then i said that to someone and they were like god i've never thought that that's so cocky and it's like cocky no i actually cocky to think you're gonna be raped jesus oh god yeah it's like jesus christ you have low um expectations for your life oh my god well also you have an obscure understanding of what it means to be raped it's not a compliment i said i really feel like every single person here is um 
aggressively sort of pursuing me in a way or pursuing some kind of thing or I don't trust anyone here let's put it that way I don't trust these fucking people with my drink but then I said it again and it's like no no like I'm not I just think I'm not palatable anymore I just don't think either of us uh, have the patience to be like I I walked in and I got this weird feeling from the group it's like no no you're all fucking trying to rape me yeah fuck off yeah so true it's so true like I definitely stayed quiet and small for a long long time and the luxury it afforded me was a bit of safety but it also meant that I got nothing I have nothing to show for that I have nothing to show for trying to be quiet and nice and liked and actually going back on our last episode about um being liked and knowing that you know you don't like that person so what does it matter if they like you and that's great and that was definitely an epiphany for me but actually I think an even bigger epiphany for me or like something that I've acknowledged and I think is really helpful is it's fine that I want to be liked. Yeah, it is absolutely fine. Of course I would want to be liked. Like, I do not feel bad about wanting to be seen as a good, nice person. You can't make me feel bad for that. Is that not the most powerful thing in the world, though, when you're being told, fuck what other people think, fuck this. It's like, no, fuck what the wrong people think. I think I'm just honestly loving myself these days. I'm going to sob. It's stunning. But but in a different way. Like, recently I I had a thing. You know what it is? It's because I've been living with intention. (laughs) Also, the more I love myself, the more everyone else hates me. Like, yeah. can't stand me. Like, shut up, get away. But I think that's the best thing. If that's the trade I have to make, I mean, consider it a traded. Consider the deal done. But it's so true. And recently I was thinking, like, I love that I am, like, reduced to tears by s- small things. Like, I loved that I am moved by other people and, and stories and stuff so easily. Like, I, I'm not sad about I'm not mad about that. Like, I don't have to be... I don't know. I just, I'm so vibing <laughs> with myself that. right now. Oh my God, I'm loving it. I'm obsessed. Oh, yeah. It's just the best. I really feel like this, I don't know. This is such a vulnerable app, turns out. Yeah, who knew? Who knew? This is what we say. We, we never know where they're going to go in any episode. And who knew we would start talking about, I th- I did think we would talk about how, how we had to break through the barriers of like comparing ourselves to each other. Because almost we were a bit dumb because we, I mean, I don't know about you, but when we made the account, when we were fucking logging into Instagram for the first time, I never thought we're going to be comparing. No, I just never. didn't think we're going to be comparing ourselves or people will be comparing us. And then it's only when it becomes very real and the audience starts to fill out and the seats and the rooms start getting full, you think, oh God, they've all got opinions. Chances are they've got opinions on both of us. Yeah. <laughs> and they're not going to be the same. Yeah. I think that's really nice though, because it's like, you're both al- like, whoever, you listening right now. Now, Harry, I speak directly to you. <laughs> to you you have one hour one hour one hour we've made the same joke in two podcasts running now (laughs) and we make it probably in every phone call we have (laughs) i now speak directly to you um but it's literally like you're actually allowed to like just one of us like both of us hate both of us things that i say will resonate with you more things that i say will piss you off more and you won't want to hear my voice you'll want to hear Sefi speak for 45 minutes that's so far you're a human being and so are we that's the stunning bit that you're allowed to you're allowed i give you now full permission harry i speak directly to you (laughs) i give you full permission to hate my guts yeah we signed a permission slip you can hate us it's fine my guardian has signed the permission slip that you are allowed to hate us both i know but it's true and i think that comes back to the same thing of external validation listen if you're looking to be fed by external validation you will go hungry for the rest of your life it only can come from you so comparison tip well apparently for me it's start fucking journaling 
vomit. It is though. <laughs> yeah, it is though. So Erin started a journal. Well, the thing is, I've done it for a long time and I look back on when my life was most organised and it was always when, if you're familiar with the bullet journal system, that's a variation <laughs> of that is what I do. Don't YouTube that because you will absolutely be in the rabbit hole. If you like like aesthetic organisation stuff, wave goodbye to your social life, wave goodbye to your responsibilities because <laughs> you're going to be watching fucking Amanda Rachel Lee for four hours. Nice. I've got no idea or no interest in this kind of organisation. It's not how my brain works. Honestly, I, I, don't, I honestly think you'd get sucked in. I can't be organised like that. It's so neat. But it's, oh, it's just such a vibe. Anyway, so I've really got back into writing everything out, writing everything down. And I've gone a bit Miley Cyrus with it in the sense that I'm writing down, like I I said to you earlier, Sefi, I've written down explicit boundaries that I want to make even on this podcast. I love this. Things you will not be hearing from me, details you will not be receiving from my mouth um, that you will have to infer through deductive reasoning, not by me. And it turns out I have no boundaries. (laughs) Turns out I have no boundaries and it's all up for grabs. But it's like, if I want to... If I want to live as pleasantly as possible, I need to be very intentional. Like, I'm going to actually be quite explicit with myself. I think that's so amazing. Yeah. I've also started journaling in that I've definitely always been the person that keeps a diary, keeps, like, kind of in a very messy way, like, just constant, like, documentation of life. A scrappy-do kind of way. Yeah, honestly, (laughs) scrappy-scrappy-do. Like, kind of, it's mad writing times if something's happened. Like, almost like if I... um, kiss someone i'm like let me write the like the whole experience down like i just need to document it it's kind of tom riddle's diary it is can you show Show me me. (laughs) can you tell me no No, but i can can show show you you. yeah there we go (laughs) and it's the book pages are flapping the lights coming out spoilers (laughs) (laughs) spoilers for chamber of secrets chamber of secrets do you know what i always think with that film his collar you know there are like some when he's in the chamber it's quite harry hill (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> wasn't what I was thinking but yeah there's like very specific stains on his collar oh. whilst he's in the chamber and I don't know what it is about it it like makes me feel a bit ill I think it was that I watched it once when I was ill Ooh. but he's got really specific staining on his collar whilst he's in the chamber if anyone knows what I'm talking about that's really niche you know what that reminds me of Robert Pattinson saying that they very specifically and intentionally crumpled his collar of his shirt with a wire oh through his collar for twilight and it was like the most pretentious and obnoxious thing he'd ever seen that they kind of put a wire fed a wire through his collar (laughs) and rumpled it so it was perfectly rumpled that is awful oh my god what the hell great great role for the costume department in twilight yeah exactly but yeah with journaling i've definitely i've started doing it in a bit more of a structured way in that i will write like gratitude and then i've ri- i've got a section that's like gratitude and then like intentions for the day using our int- intention thing like not even a to-do list just like intentions also the intent for the day can literally be enjoy your bath tonight literally that it's always just like walk your fucking dog like just like literally love the life love the life that you've got live laugh love live laugh love (laughs) honestly when did we turn into a live laugh love podcast we are so wholesome but i do think writing is probably one of my biggest tools for like listen i'm gonna say it if you haven't yet seen sefi's poem it is on her personal instagram (laughs) promo you need to go and see it i know lots of you have seen it and love it but if you haven't yet seen it, I know you're going to love it. And you just honestly prepare to be stunned. 
so stunning thanks wing it's thanks. okay well that wasn't actually where i was going but i saw your <laughs> mouth open and thought i know what's coming here i know what's happening it's true honestly it's just exactly what if you're listening and kind of somewhat enjoying this podcast you will love that poem because it's everything that we ever try and say but just so perfectly beautifully articulated so stunning well thank you i'll take my bow now my invisible bow <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's going in the journal proof, proof it's is possible. possible proof you're not a piece of shit or whatever it was well that's what i was gonna say i think that writing not but fucking poems but writing just like <laughs> scraps in your fucking notes of like i have a very long list of i mean it's literally a list of external values and we've mentioned this before on the podcast mm. that we both have them so there's like a proof list that's like things that you have done in your life that you're really proud of and it's proof that you are like capable of blah 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 and then also like a list of almost like compliments that people have paid you you don't need it on the day-to-day but when you're like about to be like falling down the fucking hole of i'm a fucking useless human being that we literally all fall down i do think it's amazing to have a list of things of people literally their voices a list of them all telling you the opposite you know what it is it's the review section on apple Podcasts. i'm not asking it, you, but i'm just <laughs> i'm not gonna ask you for a review this time but that's part of where i go now and it's and it works it really brings a tear to my eye in the best way so if you have not yet curated amazing evidence of why you are fucking incredible that's something for you to do today it really is just start it just literally write down proof list colon and start going i also think because it's very it feels very self-indulgent it's like why should you not be living your life in the most self-indulgent way you should be especially i mean at any age but i think especially for us young people young women here my gals you're not often afforded the luxury of being so self-indulgent with yourself and being so self-serving you're told to hate yourself you're told to hate yourself and you're told to put yourself absolutely at the bottom of your list that's why journaling seems a bit ridiculous because it's like what i'm gonna i'm gonna give some time to myself am i like that's so cringe it's like but who's earning money from that yeah how's that productive you losing weight from that (laughs) yeah i'm supposed to hate myself but it's like no sit down in your nice peace and quiet however just enjoy your own time with yourself oh i'm cringing but so true i'm cringing but i'm also i think we're gonna cringe at how almost how vulnerable that we've been in this app in that it feels quite like yeah you've got to edit this i don't know how you're gonna get through I this know. it's all gonna be cut i'm gonna listen to it and it's like <laughs> it's 10 minutes long. 30 minutes long we never got emotional Literally. like true capricorn she was like cut 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 <laughs> I'm thinking this more and more recently that vulnerability has been needed in this podcast and to hear a little bit more about like when we're getting so many messages a day being like you guys are so empowered you guys are great blah 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 I think that makes you a weird person I think it makes you weird in your head when you're being told that by information from people you're great I love you blah 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 but there's nothing that's tangibly changed that much in your own life in the fabric of your own life Mm -hmm. still wearing the same clothes your hair's still the fucking same split mess you're just walking through you're eating your fucking cheerios like you're living your life i actually haven't had cheerios in about three years and that makes me want them badly (laughs) (laughs) like i need them right now but i think it makes you it makes something a bit weird in your head when you're being told by essentially something that is as like vapid as like water like i mean it's just like washing over you constantly Mm. it's like literally thin air going over you saying you're amazing you're amazing you're amazing but in your own body you're like what like where do i look i'm a piece of shit yeah and you're looking at your little proof list and it's just like and then we press record and it's like we don't really 
compare ourselves. <laughs> the joke of it. Even though we do, but it's hard to explain. Like, I'm not lying when I say I don't really compare myself to people in real life, but I do find social media to be a big mess. And going back on what you're saying, Sefi, I we've spoken a lot about the way that this really feels like a performance. Yeah. And we're so aware of what you guys may or may not think of us. It's difficult. It's like, well, I'm walking around with my Cheerios, <sighs> but I'm also apparently really empowered. And, and figuring out, like, am I lying? Am I a hypocrite? Am I, what am I? Am I perfect? What is this? (laughs) Am I the most empowered person in the world? But then I also cried last night, but an empowered person would never cry. It's like, actually, fuck it. Yes, they would. Oh, they absolutely would. And I think that's the most, that's the thing that it it feels strange to be coming to you as an empowered voice that gives you empowerment that we fucking love. Like every single time that's like, you, like we get messages that are like, you changed my life and it feels so dramatic. But it's like, God, now we're crying. Like that is the most stunning. I was going to say I'm crying. Like that is the most stunning thing we could ever hear but then in your own life it's like well has my life changed have i changed my own life like do i feel like a success i also think it's we're only as empowered as you lot like we've only changed your life in the way that you are changing your life you now all of the different emotions that you feel listening to a podcast that empowers you is all of your own creation like you are allowed you're the one allowing yourself the space to critically think and like engage in new conversations and give yourself the space to grow because you want better for yourself and i think that that really is nothing to do with us it does all come back down to you that is shivers that is shiverable like that's so stunning you're the one filtering all this info and implementing it in your own life you found us i didn't fucking message you and say hey i've got a podcast you want to listen to it <laughs> you found it you put yourself in this space you're the one doing this you're mate you're the one putting yourself out there oh well that is the best thing ever <sighs> this is why i love them i can't cope one message that i wanted to wrap with because i thought it was so interesting and i mean thank you all as always i I know i'm extra emotional in this episode but genuinely genuinely thank you like i fully scroll through all of your messages just thinking how much i fucking love you so this person said i used to make and i thought it was so interesting i used to make a habit of befriending people that i saw myself as inferior to and then most of our friendship was me tearing myself down by comparing myself to them which i think is interesting and also i think people do it both ways they either befriend people that they see as inferior or befriend people that they think are superior to them and both can be destructive etc etc and 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 i loved this one because i think this you can see this mirrored within your own behaviors your friends behaviors and people specifically in relationships i think when you see someone get with someone that is very inferior to themselves or very superior to themselves i think this is mirrored everywhere so i loved it Mm. yeah i completely think it's a fucking dangerous game when your relationships you perceive there to be like a distinct hierarchy either way i definitely think people uh yeah perceive relationships to be like an opportunity to add value to your image rather than an actual opportunity to enjoy someone's company and like fuel your own life with love and kind of good times with somebody or kind of balance some some sense of balance within relationships like a give and take and i guess equality well there's that whole narrative about you should look around like your friend group and and feel like they are i don't know the direct quote and i'm really butchering it but you should look around your friend group and think that they are all basically you shouldn't look around the people that you're surrounding yourself with and think that you are the most successful person there that whole thing but that's also a very like capitalist 
um, kind of, do you know Gary V? Like, it's a bit of a Gary V. Yes, it's very reductionist, as most quotes are, to be honest. I mean, scroll through the Instagram, it's all reductionist stuff. Surrounding yourself with people that are inferior to you so that you then feel confident and great is really specific. Well, it's really interesting. I definitely notice this, not that I do it with my friends, but I notice a difference within myself of how my behaviour changes when I'm with a group of people that I perceive to be less than or more than, in that I think I step into, me and my sister have also discussed this, that we both do this we very much step into like uber confident uber like performer the the loud one like when Mm. we're in a room with people that we're not really desperate to impress but when it's like a room of people that are incredibly amazing and like talented it's almost like a shutdown like keep your mouth shut this space isn't for you and I think that's worrying it's something to note within yourself when you notice your behavior changing surrounded by how you perceive people to be on your hierarchies what about you I'm just letting that sink in. Mm. <laughs> it's stunning. It makes me think about all of the social climbers that we have known in our time. Yeah. Oh, can we talk about social climbing? It's my fucking favourite topic. It's fascinating. It's such a trait that I don't understand. No, same. Like, I literally cannot network for the life of me because I don't understand small talk. Like, I actually can't <laughs> comprehend it. Yeah, but it's also about, like, you You don't function from a place of insecurity not in that realm like the social the social climbers that i know i mean i'm thinking of one i'm not gonna say yeah i know, I'm thinking I know of you're one. thinking of the same one <laughs> we're thinking um, of one social climber we know <laughs> one specific climber <laughs> mountain climber it just would never I, I genuinely think and i'm not shaming I'm, i mean this isn't this is absolutely not about the person who sent in that message at all this is <laughs> honestly this is me bitching about someone that Sophie and i know <laughs> in real life um but i honestly think social climbing can only be coming from a place of insecurity and it's I actually think it's the most counterproductive move you can make in life because you're securing yourself nothing but superficial vapid airy shit rather than actually finding real relationships before you know it you've climbed to the top of the mountain you're looking around and everything's fake it was a plastic mountain Mm. oh yeah brilliant worth climbing but you've got loads of likes on instagram it's such a silly silly foolish game you're getting loads of compliments from acquaintances it's funny i said to sefi literally yesterday like people who don't have real relationships and go into you know they're proactively living their life without real relationships they really don't know what they're missing i think it really plays into how we perceive ourselves and how we are desperate to control other people's perceptions of ourselves so social climbing always gets me because it's about getting something like basically using other people as stepping stones to so you've got a good basis of friends but you see oh well i could get that basis of friends that they will allow me to do this and they will allow me to access they will allow me to access this specific arena then the next then the next then the next and you're just endlessly discarding people it's like you're living your life like you're on fucking love island yeah aren't you knackered your head could be turned at any given moment you must be exhaustedoed <laughs> genuinely it's a fascinating fascinating trait and i would love to speak to anyone that like consciously does this oh my god if you consider yourself a social climber oh please well does anyone c- consider themselves because it's it's almost like a bit of a dirty word like oh they're a social climber but i mean like you actively network like you see the worth of 
climbing the the ranks. You're kind of Jay Gatsby. Well, it's almost like good good for you in a way. Like you've got the bollock to do that, and I guess it affords you kind of some social capital and like it's a great move for your career. Maybe like there are lots of ways that it can benefit you. But ultimately, if in my mind the only thing that's real in life is love, I don't think it gets you much love. <laughs> so thank you so much, everyone, for listening. This app has been raw raw and bloody a quote from us by jordan peele it has been raw and real and everything and fucking hell vulnerable i hope it's been pleasant i hope you've realized some things about yourself too that's kind of a message that we get frequently is like through the convo you learn things about yourself and i think honestly same so that's nice we can all do that together go and follow lucy sharadon just like realizing things just like realizing things turns out it was the year (laughs) every year since go and follow lucy sheridan before you do anything else because she really opened my eyes to the world of comparison coaching she truly is a coach you walk away from her instagram feeling well and truly coached She has a little dog. She walks her dog every day. She's kind of... And what I like about Lucy Sheridan is kind of the phrases she uses. She's like a northern woman, but she'll say like, yeah. oh, I got myself in a topsy-turvy. And it's like, what is, <laughs> yeah. what's going on? Really coachy. There's one video that we recommend that... I sent that to you, didn't I? Yeah, you sent this to me. And it's about diamonding. She says, prepare to diamond. Prepare to diamond. And we won't tell you what that means yet, but watch the one... <laughs> You'll have to go and do your research for yourself. Prepare to diamond. So see you next week, guys. See you next week thanks once again for being here thanks bye bye planning for your next trip elevate your travel style with quince quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway like european linen premium luggage options buttery soft italian leather bags and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands plus Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com